called out my zombie flesh eaters one again for the for the chat but we've already we've already seen that one is yeah gorgeous though it's lovely i'm gonna have to uh unfortunately as some of you people may or may not know when it comes to vhs sometimes the older ones they start getting that white mold on the reels and this one's starting to do that so i'm gonna have to get some isopropyl alcohol and actually go into the tape and and clean it off which it it sounds like a really long job but it isn't it's about what 20 minutes half an hour at the most so it, it's worth it to keep these things preserved yeah <laughs> uh, i say hello to drift limited good evening drift yes indeed strong uncut version yes yes he knows good man yep. drift good man it's got to have it on the label inside as well doesn't it because it's got it's uh, got the is it not printed on the label or something or am i uh, thinking of yeah it's stamped on the label stamped on the label that's right yeah, yeah. so i don't know how well you'll be able to see it there but like yeah yes. stamp, stamp right there yep right. that says strong on cut version so that's the one that you want to get yeah because there is another version of the preset that isn't the strong on cut version and you really don't want that they're cheap as chips and it's cut to shreds <laughs> yeah is that another one that says it's uncut as well? I don't know. Because the first version to come out, was that not a cut version? Yeah, I believe the first version the to first come version out was, was, a cut. was a cut version. Vipco yeah. then put out the strong uncut version and they advertised it as strong uncut version because originally in the cinema it was cut. So when they got the rights to put it out on VHS, they, they were like, oh, we can make loads of money if we let everyone know. Strong uncut version. And then, of course, that's when the Video Nasty scandal happened. They took it off the shelves and everything. Later on, Vipco did a different video release. I think this was like early 90s, where it claimed to be the strong uncut version, but it was cut to shreds. And then kind of like late 90s, early 2000s, when they re-released it for DVD and, and VHS as well, it said strong uncut version, and it certainly was. Yeah, Vipco were a wee bit... Uh shady with their uh, marketing practices to say the least yes <laughs> yeah yes. Uh, uh, and also their mastering some terrible terrible copies of the put out some oh god just yeah. really bad quality movies good movies yeah. but bad bad quality uh, vhs's they put out uh <laughs> okay so we're, we're looking at zombie to give it as proper proper name isn't it well well it depends on where you're from isn't it because in the uk it's zombie flesh eaters yeah in in america it's zombie but in europe it's zombie too right because well, in europe the first zombie true. was dawn of the dead zombie was dawn of the dead so that was uh recut and rescored by dario argento uh, with yep. goblin doing the score and that was that was zombie of course uh, so zombie 2 was the unofficial sequel to that movie so it was an unofficial sequel to Romero's Dawn of the Dead, uh, which was not unusual at the time because Italian cinema was infamous for not giving a damn about copyright in any way whatsoever. So the, uh, hence why there's 900 odd Django movies out there. Yes. Uh, they just didn't care. Uh, so we have Zombie 2, of course you're correct, not Zombie. Uh, Zombie 2 to give it its original Italian title I always think if it's a title was given in its home country, that's the main title of the movie. Yeah. But in this case, Zombie Flesh Eaters is such an infamous title. Uh, it's definitely the better title than the title yes. of the 
that most people know it by. Yeah. Yeah. in America, all the releases there have been Zombie 2, haven't they? Uh, they've all been zombie as far as I know. There's there's a few zombie two uh releases in the US. Um, but a lot of US collectors, like if you just find like the average audience, they'll call it zombie. But like the hardcore people still call it zombie flesh eaters over there or zombie yeah, two. They went yeah, they went zombie over there. That's what's yeah. confused me. And then they, they they went zombie three for the, <laughs> the unofficial sequel to zombie two. <laughs> yeah. It's so confusing, yeah. guys. It's so confusing. It's, it's unreal. Uh, we don't even want to talk about Australia. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe they start at number five or four or something like that. Again, and kind of go yeah. on with that. Um, yeah. But, but this was directed by uh, Lucio Fulci. Um, mm. So when 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 did you first see Zombie Flesh Eaters, and how did you first see it? Oh, great story. Uh, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I was just preparing to leave school. My sister had just got got married to this guy who was like really awesome and stuff. And uh, he he grew up watching like the video nasties before the scandal came out and stuff. Uh, so he was well versed in them. And Zombie Flesh Eaters was one of his favorites. And at the time, this new video store near me had opened, and the guy who ran it did loads of like bootleg VHS and stuff. Like, I would go in there all the time and be like, Hey, man, have you got a copy of like Cannibal Holocaust or whatever? Yeah, sure. Here's five quid. Here's a copy. And they were like really good, like first generation duplicates. And I stayed over my sister's house one night, and me and her husband, we we stayed up late just like watching horror movies and stuff. And he was like, have you ever seen Zombie Flesh Eaters? And I was like, I've never even heard of it. And he was like, I'm trying to get a copy, but I can't find one anywhere because they're all cut. I want an uncut version. So I went to this, uh, this video store, said to them, do you have Zombie Flesh Eaters by any chance? And he was like, yes, I do. Here you go. That's five pounds lovely here's my five pounds i'm only like 16 17 at the time just like leaving school and i just took it around one evening and i was like i got zombie flesh eaters for you and we just stayed up all night drinking beer smoking cigarettes and just watching zombie flesh eaters and it was one of the best experiences of my life mm. i just walked in and picked up both the video store before it was banned <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I must have I 15 or 16 at the time. Uh, when when was it released? Into, was it 81 on VHS? Read about then, 82, 83, something like that. Yeah, it was about 81, uh, 82, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I just rented it and uh, went in blind, as 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 it were, with no real yeah. knowledge at the time of uh, Fulci or, or what I was going to be seeing. Hmm. Um, and so, what did I see? Uh, how, how do you explain zombie flesh years to somebody who's not seen it? Because you, you could start talking about the, the plot, but the plot doesn't doesn't really matter. I don't think that it's, the no. plot's all over the place. There's holes in the plot and everything. Yeah. It's all about tone and atmosphere, this movie. Absolutely. I mean, like there, there's a few a few beats that resemble plot that you would see in like most movies but they're kind of like glossed over very quickly they mostly happen towards the beginning of the movie like having that inciting incident and then the call to adventure and then crossing the threshold and once you get past that point plot really doesn't matter you just you're just going with the flow 
that the characters yeah. are, are going on. You're discovering stuff just as they're discovering it as well. But occasionally, just to keep the viewer interested, they'll cut away to, to something that's happening on the other side of the island just to go, look, there are zombies. Don't worry, there's gory stuff coming. It's all good. Yep, yeah. I, th I think the one thing that stands out when you first see it, especially on a kind of grainy VHS, is the gore. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's got the infamous scene with the... the splinter wooden splinter going into the woman's eyeball which is obviously fake but anything to do with something going towards an eyeball mm. then you automatically have a visceral effect when you're yes. watching it even if it looks as if it's going to be fake you can like oh my god what am i looking at here <laughs> it's got that kind of stuff going on all the usual kind of like uh, the, the guts and, and maggots and the zombies unlike the george romero zombies are really decomposed and dripping yeah. and, and grotesque and and uh, they're more like the the zombies that you would have got in an old EC comic, yes, than, than yes. they are the, the zombies from the George Romero films, or at least from the Romero films at that time. Yes. Uh, but the one thing you don't get when you watch it originally on VHS is is how good it looks. The cinematography it's a it's a gorgeous mm. looking movie. It's really really nice to look at. Yeah, absolutely. And the music is very complimentary for all the scenes as well. Although you do get that tiny bit of score that pops up every now and then. That's kind of like a cool Island song that almost gives it a jovial kind of feel for a few yeah. seconds. But then yeah. there's that hard cut in the audio and you're like, you're back to reality. These people are in danger because of these zombies. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got that. Well, it has that Italian sort of like a sense of it's, it's quite classy with the score. But at yeah. the same time, it's trashy, uh, <laughs> and, and a lot of the films, especially from the the seventies onwards, uh, they have that kind of uh, lounge music appeal mm. quality to them, and that a little bit. I think that's what you're talking about. That kind of slips in there as well. Yeah. So it's, it's an odd score, but it's a it's, it's a really good score. It's it's, it's worth searching out. Yeah, as well. Uh, I'm checking it's uh, Fabio Fritzi because I've got it here in front of me, and yes. uh, Giorgio Tucci. Edited it and they don't they don't roll off the tongue the way Ennio Morricone does. Um, <laughs> but uh, Sergio Salvati was the guy who was in charge of the cinematography uh, mm. for this film. Uh, and what you find a, a lot of uh, people that are making these movies in Italy at that time uh, were also working on what you would call art house movies as well. So he was he, yeah. he worked with people uh, like uh, Pasolini, you know, mm. in, in his movies. So. There was this all kind of crossover between uh, the the artists and the auteurs from the art world, and also the the auteurs from the trash world. Um, I think I think Lucio Fulci kind of thought of himself as being more of an auteur and an artist than a lot of people yeah. did. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But this is probably one of his more coherent stories that <laughs> yes. he told. Yes, and and it's very rare. Normally, a lot of the the trashier movies from that time look much better on vhs than they do on dvd or even blu-ray but this one zombie flesh eaters it looks great on vhs it looks great on dvd and it looks spectacular on blu-ray because of that cinematography mm. it, it does so, it just it just pulls you in just sucks you in and you're just once you're in there you don't want to leave yeah and um, pete in the chat mentions one thing that kind of stands out for me it could be any, any number of these things uh, but it's the last thing it's the shark <laughs> yes you, you're not going to get a zombie movie anywhere where you have a zombie versus a shark uh, yeah. well, you, you might nowadays have a shark needle but it wouldn't be the same 
No, because it'd be all CGI. Whereas when you watch this, that zombie is a real guy in makeup fighting a real fucking shark. And you're like, how? How did they pull this one off? Yep. It's it's not a dolphin in makeup. It's a proper shark. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And you can can see, you can see that the zombie kind of makeup sort of like mask sort of like moving and and stuff in the under the water because it's a guy in a zombie suit underwater. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a bonkers movie when it comes to things like that. They they just come at you from left field and you're like, what am I yeah. watching? But that's the yeah. kind of thing that makes you continue watching it, I think. Um, it's got Ian McCulloch, who was in lots of these movies. I think he, was, he had quite a few movies that were in the band list as well, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think what they were. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have a wee check because I've got it here, unless I'm thinking of somebody else. Because uh, he was in Zombie Holocaust, yes, and yes. Contamination. Did that ever make any of the lists? Contamination. Yes, Contamination. Yeah. I can't remember whether it was Section Two or Three, but it it was on the the list. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, of course, I mentioned him because uh, uh, in order to make uh, everything just that little bit better, uh, you need to have a wee dose of Scottishness in there. So he is, of course, or was, of course, a Scottish actor. So a little bit of extra that he adds to it. Uh, and it's got uh, Tisa, Tisa Farrow as well. She made a few too. Uh, so yeah. you've, uh, they would always get these uh, British or American or Australian actors in there for the international market. And yeah. uh, kind of like Spaghetti Western thing, there were also people that were just talking whatever language they normally talked and then they were dubbed into English. And you can see that because the lips just don't, don't yeah. match up. Yeah. But yeah, so Zombie Flesh Eaters. To talk about Lucio Fulci, is this one of his best movies? I I personally think so, but to pinpoint an exact kind of like this is the best of his hands down, nothing else compares, is really difficult. I find that with Lucio Fulci's movies, they're either really good and they're there with movies like Zombie Flesh Eaters and The Beyond, or they're on the complete opposite side where you're like, why do people love this director so much? <laughs> you know, there's no kind of gray area with his filmography. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I know what you mean. I, I think there's a whole kind of section of movies uh, from zombie flesh eaters onwards, mm. uh, like into the early 80s, they're all worth watching. So yes. You've got like City of the Living Dead and The Beyond and The Black Cat uh, yes. and the infamous New York uh, Ripper, and then oh, something that, something odd like Col- Conquest. Well, that's, that's a really odd one. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like this weird sword and sorcery movie. Um, but he's, he's interesting to me because he has the ability to be artistic and to say something in his work. Yeah. But he, but he can't stop himself from being as trashy as possible in <laughs> practically every movie that he makes. Uh, and I quite, I quite like that. He even made yeah. a, a the Spaghetti Western 4 of the Apocalypse, which is pretty pretty interesting too. Mm. So he's like most Italian directors, he's dabbled in whatever was popular at the time and, and made yeah. movies there. Um, and, and because of that, it gives his films kind of like a very surrealist quality to them. Yeah, I think uh, the cinematography, the use of kind of like slow motion and, and the kind mm. of like the, especially the beyond. If, if anybody yeah. is watching this and have never looked at a, a Lucio Fulci movie, that's the one to watch, I think. Uh, Definitely, that gives you. That's like almost like his greatest hits in one, in yeah. one package. Um, and uh, I, I, I watched that. I remember getting that in VHS and watching it 
twice. Like I watched it and then I, I just had to rewind it and watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the small hours uh, watching this movie and uh, thinking, ah, don't need to go to school in the morning. So I'll just keep watching the same movie over and over again. Because uh, there, there were no other directors making movies quite quite like that. Yeah. Um, you you definitely recognize Fulci's thumbprint on a movie. Like you can't look at his movies and say this reminds me of a Dario Argento movie or anything like that. Fulci has a distinct uh, aesthetic to it. Hmm. Do you think that his zombies were more influential in what came after than Romero's? That's that's a difficult one. Because with Romero's, Romero was very good at saying something has happened to cause the dead to walk again, but we're not going to tell you what it is. And each character has their theory. And I think that's what made Romero's zombies really quite influential. Mm. Whereas Fulci doesn't beat around the bush, especially in zombie flesh eaters. He's like, this is voodoo. There's, there's no other explanation. It just is what it is. Mm. So for someone like me, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that he's gone to voodoo rather than saying it's a virus or something like that. Uh, but I think people connect with Romero's just that little bit easier because stylistically, they look a little... To me, I think the Fulci zombies look much better because they're that little bit more realistic. Whereas... Mm. Romero's zombies look cool. So yeah. I think people attach themselves to the Romero zombies. I, I worked on a zombie movie many years ago called Convention of the Dead. And one of the first rules, if you were a character that became a zombie, and I was, one of the first rules was you can't drag one of your legs like a Romero zombie does. Mm -hmm. And there were all these rules that were that all related to Romero zombies. So I I, th yeah. I think unfortunately Romero zombies were more influential, but I think Fulci deserved it more. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Romero's are definitely more influential um, yeah. for a lot of things you're saying there. Also, that social commentary and they had character. Like you're talking about the yeah. leg dragon, and there was yeah. there was something of a human assemblage remained with them even though it was gone it was almost like they remembered being human yeah. i think future zombies because I, I mentioned already they harken back more to the the illustrations from ec comics yes you know they're, they're more like my tatty bogoman in their visual it's like it's it's, yeah. it's, tr it's trying to evoke something that you've seen in the past and mm -hmm. also bringing in the, the voodoo stuff as well and that all the, all the old kind of the horror stories mm -hmm. to do with zombies so i think because he does that it's cool because it's it's like a modern take on that, yeah. but they they lack the originality that Romero had with his, with his yeah. zombies, or at least for the first couple of movies that he did, yeah. the first three movies. Uh, so yeah, so the, the yeah, so I, if I were going to mark, it, I'd have to always go with Romero just for the influence yeah. that he's had. Uh, I can understand but I, that. But I do think that Filches for a, a couple of years after this were more influential in the B movie side of things, definitely. Yes. Uh, the, the, than Romero's because it was easier to take this approach. Um, yeah. Yeah. Plus plus Fulci wasn't afraid to experiment with his zombies after Zombie Flesh Eaters. I mean there was the follow-up to Zombie Flesh Eaters where he did do some work on it, but then it was taken over by the guy who directed Troll 2. So it mm. kind of went a bit 
batshit crazy at that point. But that was like one of the first times you saw zombies running. Yep. Was, was it in the, that movie? Was that the one that was Zombie 3? And it was, yeah, Zombie 3, but Zombie uh, Flesh Eaters 2 over here. Yep, Zombie 3. Yep, yep. And got, got you. Yeah. Yeah, as Pete's mentioned in the chat, they've always reminded me of Grimsdyke as well for Tales in the Crypt. Yeah. But Zombie Flesh Eaters, like, if somebody's coming to it, fresh and, and they don't know what they're going to get is it a film that stands up today to be watched as a horror movie well i re-watched it recently and i mean like a couple of weeks ago and i i dug out my arrow video blu-ray stuck that on and i think i enjoyed it more seeing it now than i did back then but then again i've probably got a bias to it because I love this movie. I had already seen it. I think if you showed it to someone who was like half my age, you know, kind of like in their early 20s, and they'd never experienced any Italian cinema, any giallo kind of cinema or trash cinema, they would probably be really horribly bored by it and then never speak to you again if you showed them to, if you showed it to them. <laughs> you know, mm. I think they would probably walk away from it and go I was bored, although I did wake up when the splinter went into her eye and when the zombie fought the shark. They'll, that's all they'll probably remember it from it, I, I mm. would think. Yeah, I, th I think I think it stands up if you watch a good print and you, you're aware mm. of the pacing of the, the kind of movie that was made in the late 70s. Yeah. Uh, and you go along with that. Uh, but if it wouldn't be the movie, I would show it to people. Beyond is a movie I would show to people. Even City of the Living Dead is a movie I would show to people yes. before Zombie Flesh Years. And yeah. then I think they could probably appreciate this movie more after that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I think it holds up. But like I said, I really love this movie. So, of course, I'm going to say that. <laughs> well, Pete's watched it more than the, the Romero stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think the trashy kind of qualities to it kind of draw you back to it. Oh, yes. Um, I, 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 I've watched Dawn of the Dead probably more than all the other zombie movies put together. Same here. Yeah, so, uh, and it's, it's many different cuts. Uh, so yes. uh, I am biased towards that movie. It's, it's one of my top 10 movies of all time. Oh, easy. Uh, but Zombie Flesh Eaters would be one of my top 10 uh, trash video rentals of all time. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's Zombie Flesh Eaters. Yeah. I'm going to chop this bit out and I'm going to put it as a zombie video. <laughs> Sneaky <laughs> or what, guys? <laughs>